Jay Crawford, Adam the Bull, Garrett Bush, Tyvis Powell, Jason Lloyd. Plus, ba-da-da-da-da, you're loving him, Mikey McNuggets. And so many big names, it would take me hours to say all of their names. The ultimate Cleveland sports show starts now. Booyah! Hey, here we are. It's the ultimate Cleveland sports show on a Wednesday. Jason here for the first, well, not really for the first time this week. You were on the Monday show, the the whole Monday show. Uh, Tyvis is here again today. Good to see you. Jason, I'm going to start with you. How was uh, Mike as a guest for Christmas? He He's welcome at my house anytime. Anytime? Anytime. He was yeah. great. My family see, loved him. Jason didn't invite my anybody kids else to him. Christmas. That you know, is pretty right. messed up that right. you didn't do that. I got yelled at because yeah. you invited Mike to Thanksgiving. Right. So I got in trouble just sitting here on the show. Right. While I'm on the show, yeah. minding my own business, I'm getting yes. texted by my wife. You're an ass. You probably didn't even invite him, did you? Yeah. You didn't even think to invite him. That's how yeah. inconsiderate you are. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, you're right. You know me pretty well. I <laughs> yeah. never invited him. <laughs> so she invited. We were yeah. on a. We, she was in the car with me. and He called me. We were on yeah. Bluetooth, and she said, "Mike, I'm sorry. My husband's an ass. You are invited to Thanksgiving yeah. or, or to Christmas. To yeah. Christmas. So well, I gotta so say, Christmas. Most of the time when I hear about your dis- debates with your wife, I usually am on her side. <laughs> <laughs> but in this case, I don't think you did anything wrong. Of course I didn't like, do anything wrong. You don't normally think to invite. He's not. But you did. I did, but. He's not from here. You know why I did? Because I'm not from here yeah. originally. And you were and that so guy. I thought about yeah. those things. Yeah. And it's, you know, but most of the people that live here are from here. Born and raised. Yeah. So. No, my kids love Mike. That. McNuggets, I, I couldn't invite you. Oh, how's the basketball you, you have to go. travel. We to talk about that. It was, uh, I beat AJ. He put up a good fight. He did? Yeah, he he got some game. He actually has a better. Who you talk? Wait a minute. Who? My Mike son. played against Jason's son. Oh really? Yeah. Who? Thirteen year old. Who won? Mike won. No he's got a couple. He's got a couple good moves in his arsenal. He play better than you expected, your son. Uh, yeah, he held his own. He did all yeah. right. Have you seen Mike play before this? No, you can, You know what? Mike struggled with his shot a little bit. But <laughs> no, that could have fly a shot. But <laughs> but you could tell like he knows how to hoop. It just there's yeah. games where you it just, it just it, wasn't it just going ain't going. In. I don't know why, but when I just I look at McNuggets, I just I, I have to see it myself. No, when he we can get hoop. to uh, when we get to the five stats today. Yeah. There's a stat on Miles Garrett. I'm going to give you, which I'm going to completely bring back to my basketball performance in Jason's driveway. Okay, and we'll, so it's a little teaser. You were not happy with your performance, though. Not at all. But <laughs> you did really win nice. the game. Did you wear short? Were you wearing shorts? I was wearing jeans oh. and old tennis sneakers. AJ came down in a full customized jersey. Like head to toe, magic socks. Oh, he was socks. serious. Oh, it was, he's been talking yeah, about this was, for uh, He's got a way deeper voice than Mike. Was it a, was it, it a, what was y'all playing to? Played to 11. What was, was it close? 11-5. I mean, that's close. You no, covered, man, he hey. covered the spread, definitely. <laughs> he, he de- that's what Mike said. AJ covered Mike the spread. Mike said he definitely I gave covered him a, I gave him a wide open three. I said, AJ, I'm not even going to play defense. He cashed it. He made a turnaround where he wasn't even remotely looking at the basket, but it went in. And I'm never going to take anything away from someone in one-on-one. You just got to make shots. He made a couple shots. All so right. Kudos. And he might be a little more physical than so, you. So, I so out of curiosity, yeah. Mike, you and I played 101 to 11. What's the score? If I shot like I did against Jason, you're going to win. If I make a couple shots. Against a 13-year-old. Take, yeah. yeah. But Mike can play. Like, you could tell. I don't think I would lose to Mike. You can, really he, can, he can hoop. We can play anytime you want, Ty. I don't think play. I lose. It was just, and, I, and I'm not – I haven't – like, hooping like that, I haven't done – 
because I, I, I did a couple of runs with Cardell on Tuesdays, but I'm nowhere near what I used to be, and I still don't think I lose to Mike. Mike plays all the time. All right, one one last quickie before yep, we get yep. into our first topic of the day. There's and a I lot have a to great get. Great FanDuel ticket, by the way. A okay. Great FanDuel. Speaking ticket. of which, I need an an what tell. I need you guys to tell me what you think here in this situation. So I am playing for a championship in fantasy football. Oh, it's me too. A big money, yeah, but you're a, a big money one. <laughs> You tell me. No, no <laughs> this is not a big money. Right. No, not in this league. You're playing against G. Bush. That's not. It's, it's, it's okay, money. I'm playing one big money, right? The guy who I'm playing against for the championship, he texted me yesterday, and he says, hey, do you want to just agree to take the first and second place prizes and split them? So wait, we both wait. get like, so I'll tell so first place is like, oh, it was like, I want to say it's 1,800. Okay. 1600 something like that and second place i think is 800 so we take let's say it's 1600 and the 800 makes 2400 we each get 1200 no matter who wins or loses that's not bad now, what would you I do? Do. I would take that I team keep in mind keep in mind i think i have the better team okay it's close you know based on who is your running back based on do the you pressure. got cmc i do who's your quarterback so well you so my I, you start two quarterbacks i got Dak and jared goff and they're playing against each other which I don't love. I but, like I like your chances. But who's this quarterback? He's got Josh Allen and Mahomes. Take the money. <laughs> no, but Mahomes hasn't been that good. Take I money. take he, the money. I got way better overall. I got better running backs and better wide receivers. But anyway, I, I, based on the projections, I'm a slight favorite to win. But I told him to stick it. I, I don't. I play the I win. I like that bull. I'm with you. I'm yeah. With you. If you trust your team, go for it. That's right. If you trust your team, go That's for right. it. Weird things happen, As, man. You, As, can, right. can me and G. Bush do that? You can if you want. That's he you he would never do he that. He would never agree he, that. His team is way better than mine. <laughs> he would never agree to that. <laughs> All right, Mike. Let's get into it. A lot of topics today. What do Big you got? Big show. A lot of topics. We're going to fly through a bunch. But first, an amazing fan duel ticket I cannot wait to share with you guys. But as the weather gets colder, NFL offers stay red hot on fan duel. And right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet that is 150 bucks if your team wins. So if you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time than right now to get in on the action. The app is easy to use, and there's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and much, much more. So visit FanDuel.com slash UCSS to kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, an official partner of the NFL. And our guy, Carmen Santana, he sent me three bets. Three little bets, but this one in particular stood out. He bet nine cents on the Browns to score exactly 36 points. Wow. And won nine dollars and nine cents. That was a a hundred a thousand to one return on investment. Nine cents to score exactly 36 points. And he won. He also bet 15 cents yeah. on an Njoku first half touchdown, Kareem Hunt second half touchdown, Amari Cooper first half touchdown. 15 cents turned into $19. And he also bet 88 cents. On a Kareem Hunt any, anytime touchdown, Joe Flacco two passing touchdowns, and Joku first half touchdown, Cooper first half touchdown, eighty eight cents into a hundred and nine dollars and seventy one cents. If he would have made any real money bets. on these things, he would have won a ton of made cash. Made a lot of money, but nine cents into nine dollars on exactly hey, thirty six points. I said all the time, there's a dollar on the ground, bend over and pick it up. I'll take nine dollars <laughs> off a nine cent bet. It's not bad. I mean, you bet see, you bet like a total of what two dollars. But that's the yeah. thing, though. When you get those, when you bet them little chump change, you always like just bet something crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. And 
it's, sometimes it hits, sometimes it yeah, don't. Yeah, when you're betting, eight, you know, nine cents, you have nothing to lose. Right. I didn't even know you can bet like I know, I didn't know you could do point bet. touchdowns. But I didn't know that. with it all being online now, it's like whatever's in your pot. In your you, account. You can, you can well, I, use. I, you know, I can't, I don't, I can't bet on football, so it's. That's right. I, I wouldn't know, but. No. I did, that's that's well, you can bet on college football, can't you? I don't know. I'm scared to find out. Uh, don't do it. Yeah, don't, don't <laughs> I'm scared. Oh, you to, cannot bet. He can't bet. That's why I, I, I work for oh, the Big yeah, Ten, no, so I was like, yeah. can I do it or not? I don't. No. I'm bet like, on soccer. It ain't worth it. I could. Yeah. I could do soccer, hockey, baseball, there basketball. Mm. Those aren't follow this football. Just follow though. Bulls bets for baseball. He does pretty well. Hey, I'm killing it in. Uh, you do good NFL, on Bet Rivers too. In the Bet Rivers NFL picks, I'm killing it. Yeah. Who's in second place? I'm in first place. The guy who's our gambling expert is in second place, one game back of me, Jimmy Ott. I'm yeah. killing former. I got two weeks to go. Brandon Stokely and Mark Schlereth, the part of this. Yeah, they're two last place, <laughs> last place and second to last. The only ones under five hundred. Does this go through the postseason as well? I think we're doing it through the first week of the playoffs. Okay. So what the winner? I got get, a one game is, lead. I want what, four. What does winner get? Bragging right? Yeah, that's it. I want to talk trash to the rest of the guys. That's all I care about. <laughs> uh, all right, so guys, tomorrow night. Mm-hmm. Browns, Jets, and we think about the excitement level. Jason, you mentioned earlier in the week, I think on the Monday, well, it must have had to be on the Monday show, the fact that it seems like, well, not that it seems like, it is. The the Muni lot's been a little dead the last couple it of weeks. It has. It has right? been. I rolled Which is weird because the weather has been relatively good. Well, it's been a little nippy, but not. Nippy? It's December and Cleveland. Yeah, yeah, it's not me? like in the 20s. It's been like. For low 40s, right? So they should have been out great. There. Well, <laughs> the team's great, so it's strange it that is. it's been a little quiet. There. I wonder if it has to. Did they raise the rates? They did, but they, they was, did it in season. I yeah, it was going to be no. Next they year, did it in season, but it was like the week after, the couple of weeks after that, it was still packed. It was still packed. Yeah, I still wonder if that has something to do with it. I do think it'll be full, just because it's a holiday week. Yeah, a lot of people are off work. Should be, you would think. Yeah. Well, look it's at our garage here, game. even at WKYC. Oh, man, it's been beautiful the last two days. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Here. I've been pulling in like, oh, my God. I ain't never had to park I this know. close. There's a lot of spots. And the question is, though, Bull, <laughs> Yeah. and I want to ask it this way. Is there a chance this will be the most electric home atmosphere the Browns have had since returning to Cleveland in 1999? I, I, I think it well, – Electric. I, mean, uh, I can't really speak pre-2010. Yeah. So, I don't know. Maybe yeah. the year with – Maybe the uh, it's, Derek it's, Anderson year. It's hard to answer these because, like, openers are always have that electric, right, 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 mm-hmm. high anticipation atmosphere. And yes. there was so, you know, the year of the Freddie year when the Titans were in town and people yeah. were lining up oh, in the Muni lot the night before. Gosh. But I'm just saying, people were lining up to get the Muni lot the night before, and yeah. and there was so much excitement for that. Well, how about Baker's first game? Which I was, was a night well, game against the Jets. I was yeah. going to say that. Yeah. And, and there, the William Green, the Run William Run game from back in the day. I think that was before your time. Yeah, when, definitely. When Jimmy's Jimmy's great call of run William run and just the electricity of, of the playoffs yeah. back then. So it's hard to say definitively, but since I've been around this team in 2018, starting in 2018, by far, I think I was thinking about this driving in the most electric atmosphere I've seen was that it was the Baker game against yeah. the jets on Thursday yeah, night that right. broke the losing streak. Mm-hmm. The Bud Light fridges opened yep. and <laughs> we, we left that right. stadium. We were walking down Zach Jackson. And I took the ramp down that night yeah. and people were leaving the stadium chain. Here we go. Brownies. Here we go. And they were acting yeah. like they just won the AFC Yeah, and they won a game. 
But they've been so long since they won a game. Yeah. That was actually, and, and you felt like the savior was here with Baker, and like finally they've got this quarterback. Mm-hmm. So that was a really, I mean, that atmosphere yeah. was popping that night. I, and that's the, that's the see, it's going to be hard. But this game is to clinch a playoff spot. Yeah. Though. So yeah. this one got much more implications on it to where I feel like more people won't be. First of all, it's the last home game mm-hmm. because – we're not guaranteed no home games in the playoffs. So if you want to see your Browns play in person, this magical season that they've had, you're yeah. going to have to come to this game. Right. The weather is supposed to be fairly decent. Yeah, so, like 40 degrees. Yeah, yeah. This time of year, that's right. you can't beat Fairly that. decent. Yeah. It's a night game. All night games always bring more people to it, right. and it's more electric from that standpoint. And it's a game that – you lost to him last year in the two minute for two minutes, oh. so you got a redemption there. You got Joe Flacco who feel like he got wrong, dude, because they didn't come back and find him after Aaron Rodgers went down. So he's gonna be hyped up for that. So I think for that standpoint, I can see it being that. Now matchup wise, you would think the Browns should win. I think I still believe it's gonna be closer than a lot of people think. Mm, I but yeah. I, I think that it. Uh, it's hard to say because I thought the 49ers yeah. game was like the, the well, one this year. You guys have been at a lot of the games. I don't go to the games. I watch at home. I From watching on TV, it has seemed like the crowds as the season has gone on, that they've been louder and it's just been – it seems like I the atmosphere the has been really good. Has it been you said standout the, Has good? the crowd been good this year? Yes. Yes. Jason, you feel the same way? It's hard to hear. You box. know this. It's hard to hear in the press box. In the press box. Yeah. But it, I see it. I, yeah. I get to hear it when I'm leaving the cardiac club and going up to the press box. Yeah. So, like, I get to be there for intros yeah. and stuff like that. So, I hear all of that, and I see the fans doing all that. Then halftime, yeah. I leave, yeah. and I still hear them. When I'm walking out the stadium, I can hear them. That's how I know somebody made a play. When I'm walking yeah. to my car, it goes crazy I've actually seen more empty seats this year if I'm being totally honest I've yeah. seen more empty seats than I thought that I would that's fine but I'm just I'm, I feel like the volume of the crowd has been very oh, loud yeah at least that's the way it seems on TV yeah I mean I, I honestly he knows you can't hear anything in the press box no. it's it's all enclosed in glass right I mean you can hear it a little bit but not like if they're really into it it's yeah. it's really hard to pick up on so I would think between chance to clinch night game holiday week just the fact that this team, the adversity they've overcome, they're an underdog. Mm-hmm. This city is an underdog. Like, it's the perfect combination. Joe Flacco is an underdog. It should be packed, and it should be rocking. I'm just expecting it to be bananas. I, I, I'm expecting it to beat the Baker oh, oh, the Baker opener against the Jets. It should. It, it should. should. You think. It's a you much would, bigger game. You would think. I, I just, like I said, it's just it's yeah. the Jets. If it was... 49ers or something like that, then yeah, it'd be. I don't know. I, I don't know. think the opponent matters. Yeah, yeah dude. In this instance, yeah, because dude. it's what's at stake on the. It's what's right. at stake for the Browns. I, I hear yeah. you on that, but still, people always still want to see. Well, a if good it was game. the Steelers or the Ravens, the Ste- if, it's, if it was an division game, yeah. even more. Yeah. But, yeah. but still, the fact that you can clinch, uh, it, uh, to me, is, makes it huge. But go ahead. Here's Mike. how I see it, and yeah. you guys may think I'm crazy, but it's a standalone Thursday night football game, <laughs> a chance to clinch. And the first time a chance to clinch that's not a COVID year where the fans weren't fully able to celebrate. Mm-hmm. It's a holiday week, as you mentioned, so people are off. Yeah. It is almost New Year's, which means people are taking work off anyway and in the spirit to uh, have a little extracurricular yeah, right, fun, right, if you right, get right. what I'm saying. I think Nick Chubb is my prediction to be the celebrity 
guitar smasher. Which Today's his birthday. Happy birthday. Nick. In an absolute frenzy on primetime television with everyone being off and completely invigorated with Flacco fever. And Jason, you mentioned it. People that have sold off the Browns for other reasons are now back in because Joe Flacco has kind of reinvigorated this entire franchise. I think it's going to be like a college atmosphere. I think the crowd at the stadium is going to be absolutely bonkers. I think the pregame scene in the Muni lot and on West 6 is going to be absolutely bonkers. And I can hear the stadium from my apartment if I have the windows open. I'm going to have to shut the windows so you would actually hear the TV. Like, that's literally the level wow. of expectation I have mm. for this crowd come Thursday night. I mean, listen, it, it's a chance to be a part of something that you don't see a lot. A chance to clinch the the, the playoffs. Mm -hmm. Like last year, or the last time they did it in 2020 was the COVID year, and it took to the last game. And that it was, was on the road. And it was on the road. Pittsburgh, yeah. I don't think it's been many times you can say that you was in the building when the Browns clinched the playoffs. I want to say the run-William run game was was that I think that clinched the playoff spot back you know way back was that when. 2002 I yes was he here in 02 I guess he would have been yeah that was the year they I mean, it's playoffs been 20 outside of the COVID year it's been 20 years since the Browns have so I think playoffs. I think right. from that standpoint that would make me go to be like yeah. I, I finally can say that I watched him clinch like live in front of me I watched right. him clinch yeah. like that's something not a lot of people could say unless you was there in 2002 right I mean it, yeah it's been I I, I I think it's going to be huge. I guess you never know. And, yeah, when the weather is a little colder. But, I mean, I think we've been very lucky with the weather in November, December compared to most years. What is the weather tomorrow? I think it's supposed, it's supposed, supposed to be a little be chillier and windy, but not anything probably terrible in the, for probably December. Probably in it, it, it says cloudy and 50. At Hey, but probably not by eight. Not at eight o'clock. Yeah, it's a low of 40. Yeah, so 50. it's not going to be – I mean, to be 40 degrees at eight o'clock at night, that's – on, in between Christmas and New Year's, I, I, I go out there that every time. Uh, you know, we got to be a foot of snow in that stadium at that time. Exactly. Now, last year, last year, when did we play the Saints? That was Christmas Eve. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> that, was, oh, that was hideous. It was like negative. I got degrees. one more question. We can move on. But Ty, you yeah. played in front of some unbelievable crowds in college at Ohio State. Yes, I did. Fortunate. Do you think there's any chance Thursday night lives up in comparison to some of the crazy college atmospheres that you've played in front of? Yeah, uh, for some odd reason, I do believe that even though college stadium hold more fans, I think NFL a lot more fans. I think NFL stadiums are much more louder, if that makes sense. Um, and the Browns is a as <laughs> a real rowdy town, so I think that they'll get much more louder um, than a college stadium for sure. Loudest stadium in the Big Ten, Penn State. Penn State, yeah, easily. It was weird that Ohio State never created the volume of noise that you would think that it would for as many people that were in there. I don't know why. It's, a, touch, it was, it's a touchy subject. It was. It's right. It's never the loudest. I mean, it's been times that it's been loud, but not consistently. Penn State. Penn State is, is loud. Loudest. Penn State more. is the loudest stadium I've ever been in in my life. I thought it would be Rutgers, but, you know, who knows? <laughs> You're uh, hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. So... The Browns lost both their kicker and punter. I wonder if that's ever happened before, that a team lost their <laughs> kicker and punter in the same weekend. And their backup quarterback. They lost their kicker, their punter, and their backup quarterback in the same game. Well, you, I don't know how that happened. You can't have a season where the most Brown thing hadn't happened yet. So that's yeah. something that only happened to the Browns. So the Browns needed quick answers because they had a game to play four days later. And they have signed two veteran players – uh, Riley Patterson is a guy who's you know not been in the league that long. This is his fourth, uh, third, third year in the NFL. 
He's, we'll start with kicker here. These are his numbers from this year, guys. The numbers are really good. Fifth, right overall, 15 of 17, which is 88%. He's going to be 35 of 37 extra points. Lions don't kick a lot of field goals, as you can see. They score a ton of points, as you can see, with the with the extra points. His last game with the, with the Lions was two weeks ago against the Bears. He did miss an extra point in that game. He didn't attempt any field goal. Did they lose? They lost to the Bears, right? They they lost the first time they played the Bears. They they beat them the second no, time. No, you got it backwards. I got they, it backwards? They came back and beat the Bears the first time. They lost the second time. Ah, okay, my bad. So so then he missed the extra point in the game. They lost. Correct. Now, it wasn't a game-winning, no. you know, it wasn't like no. it cost them the game, and that's why they cut him. So <laughs> I wanted to know why was Riley Patterson cut? Because the numbers <laughs> are good. And it was no, like, big moment where he missed a big kick. They've been good. He's been good. And so I said, well, what, what happened here? So I, not this was too hard to research, but go ahead. Was he, he was a free agent or he was on a practice squad? No, he was their kicker. No, I'm talking about how the Browns just got him. What was he? He was uh, the, free the, agent? He had been cut, yes. He okay. was a free agent, okay. yes. So, so Patterson apparently lost, he lost his job to Michael Badgley, who used to be with the Chargers. Apparently, Badgley and Patterson, every week in practice, because Badgley was, I guess, on, on their practice squad, uh, were, you know, kicking kicking balls. Uh, they were practicing kicking. <laughs> they were busting balls. Busting balls. Uh, for the last bunch of weeks, and according to their special teams coach, who I don't remember his name, he said that the new kicker was doing a better job and that's why they got rid of this guy. But he, you know, because at first I was like, well, why'd they cut him? Because he hadn't missed, like, usually when a guy gets cut during the season, either his overall numbers are bad or he missed a really big kick in a big spot. Didn't happen here. Uh, so what I would ask, couple to, and before I get to more on him, what I would ask you guys is, listen, and, and he's 50% in his career on, on 50-plus yard field goals, three of six. He only attempted two this year, one of two. So, and... The Lions were not, this is an interesting tidbit here, the Lions were not using him to punt, uh, to kick off. Mm. The Lions punter, Jake Fox, was their kickoff guy. Mm. Now, he was in Jacksonville last year and he did do kickoff, so obviously he can do it. But, are we, how, what's our confidence level for you guys? You know, obviously, Hopkins had, was just kind of a guy before he came here. Here he was great. What do we think of this guy? Coming in, good numbers. What is his uh? So, but past fifty yards, he's fifty percent. Three of six in his career. But over three right. anything One under two this year. Anything under that? What is it? Eighty-eight percent for his career. Better than he's that. Fifty-eight for sixty-six on field goals. So if you take out the three for six, that means he's fifty-five of sixty in his career inside of fifty yards. That's this is what I, I was. That's over ninety percent. I was on the. Who was I talking to? Was it Phil? Maybe it was Phil Dawson. I was talking to on the radio. You know, Phil was talking about how when he was a kicker for the Browns, he said the the ones that he didn't care about the most was the ones that was over fifty yards because he says it's like a 50-50 chance you're gonna make that anyway. So you just line up and get, kick it as kick it your best as you can. But the ones that's under that, that's where the pressure's at. And, and you say he's 51 of 60 outside? 55. He's 55, 55 of, 60 of 60 inside 50. Of 60. Oh, I like that. I mean, listen. It, it's 92%. I, I just, the Browns just know that 
you got to get it under 50. That's that's probably the way they look at it. And he seems like he's pretty good there. Dustin Hopkins was special because he was able to make those. And being with Bubba Ventron, obviously they got yeah. together. He helped them out on a couple of things, and he helped them be more successful. Hopefully Bubba can do that with Patterson. I know yeah. it's a short week, so that might take a little bit of time. But for, the, for these next two weeks, listen, I just need him to make the ones under yeah. 50 yards. I think that's where the Browns are. Jason? Yeah. There was a time we didn't know anything about Dustin Hopkins and we were making fun right. of his name and, and, yeah. and he clearly lived up to every expectation and more. My concern now is he's he those numbers were I don't know about all his career numbers, but the Lions numbers were in a dome. Well and, and he, there ain't no dome now. Three years <laughs> in the league, he was with the Lions his first year, yeah. the Jags his second year, some warm weather. Yeah. And then back with the Lions. His third and we could have said the same thing about Hopkins with the Chargers. Yeah in terms of being a dome and, and whatever. But I mean, that's, th that's the biggest adjustment for, for Patterson to make is that you're kicking in Cleveland <laughs> in December. That's you're far, pretty far removed from a dome. But so. still, now, he, he still got to go to green Bay and he still had to go. Sure. To, sure. Uh, but, Chicago. Let, but let me say this uh, next. You, you, once we get to the playoffs where it matters, yeah. right? If he has to kick the first week, it's probably going to be in either Miami Houston or in a dome yeah. in Indianapolis. Yeah, Hold on, wait, so wait. we're not worried about weather there. Let me, Mike. Let me ask you this: You can look this up. Where, where was he at when he missed the field goals? Can you look that His up? His misses, yeah, I can find. Hold but on. let me tell you, the the, the one thing uh, I'm a little concerned about the long field goals with him because he's only three of six because they didn't attempt a lot, and the fact that they didn't have him doing kickoffs makes you think, well, he doesn't have the strongest leg, right? Mm -hmm. Right now, again, he did it in Jacksonville. He did the kickoffs there. And maybe it's just that the Lions punter is really good and he's good at it. One thing I will say that's a positive for this guy is he kicked in the playoffs last year because he was with Jacksonville last year. Yeah. And they played two playoff games. They were both, remember, they had the big comeback against the Chargers. Mm -hmm. And they had that close game with the Chiefs that they got eliminated in. He was three for three field goals in the playoffs. He was four for four in his extra points. I don't remember if any of the field goals were over 50. But he was he was perfect. So he's been in those pressure situations at least last year. And another positive is that he's been kicking this year. At the end of the day, yeah. if it's under fifty, I trust him. If it's over fifty, it's quick. But you know yeah. what? We got two games to find out. Yeah, we'll find true. out these next two weeks. Hopkins got to the point where he had Kevin Stefanski's full trust, and I yes. think I think it altered the way Kevin called games. No doubt, he had a kicker who he felt comfortable with from fifty-five, even fifty-five, fifty-six. And right. I, th I think that starts over now. 100%. Where Patterson has to earn that trust, and you know, I think Kevin's going to call probably a different call on third down if he's looking at a 57-yard field goal and Patterson stand on the sideline as opposed to the faith that he had in Hopkins. Yeah, I mean, I think you're 100% right on that. There's no way you're going to trust him as much. Go ahead, Mike. I got the answer, Tyvis. You ready? Yeah, please tell me something. So his, in his career, this is in his career, he has uh, he's got eight misses in his career at Seattle, okay. at Washington. Home versus Vegas. He missed two in a game versus Kansas City in Kansas City. Mm. He missed a kick at MetLife playing the Jets. Missed a kick in Tampa playing the Buccaneers. And he missed another kick at home against the Raiders. So six of his eight misses. I will, where was the Kansas, the, the Kansas City game? Was what time of the year? The Kansas City game when he missed two kicks was on November 13th. All right, All so right. I mean, who knows? It doesn't tell us nothing. Yeah, tells us nothing. Time asked that delivered. I don't know. I just wanted. You did. I wanted to know. Do it, but I thought I wanted to see the if weather. They were all in Chicago. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> yeah, that's that's true. I was so gonna say, please say that. Don't say Green, Green Bay Chicago or Chicago. Bay. <laughs> now let's flip, guys. Now let's flip to the punter. So the punter, Matt Hawk, is a guy 
who obviously has a connection with Bubba Ventrone because he was the punter in Indianapolis in 2022. So mm-hmm. he was his punter last year. He's been in the league for a long time. He's actually, I think he's played like almost 100 games in his career. Um, so he's got plenty of experience. He doesn't, he has not been a guy that has ever really been a kickoff guy. So I would assume <laughs> the kicker who didn't do it this year, but did it last year is going to be the kickoff guy. In terms of the punter, you know, I'm not, I'm a lot less worried about him than the kicker. Mm-hmm. Uh, but well, I, I, it's good that they got a guy with experience. I still, I mean, they haven't ruled out the Horkas yet. So, I thought he was ruled out for this game. No, no it's no, day to day. It's day. Kevin right. said yesterday he's day to day. It sounds like the Hopkins thing could be a couple weeks. I don't know if he'll be back for the playoffs or not. Yeah. And probably, I, if I had to guess, Bohorquez probably isn't going to kick Thursday. It's a short week. Yeah. Obviously. Why would you rush it back? Yeah, I think more than likely it'll it'll be this guy. But yeah. just for the record, he has not been ruled out yet. Bohorquez. Right. Both the new, both Patterson and Hawk have been signed to the practice squad. They're both on the practice squad. And not on the active roster today, uh, but they could be called up for you know uh, elevated for the yeah. Uh, there's game get, they've tomorrow. they've got some decisions to make with the roster. Obviously, putting DTR and IR right. They got to end the quarterback on the practice squad. Probably yeah. yeah they'll have to. I, I don't know where they're going to go, but they'll have to find someone for the practice squad. But PJ will take DTR spot on the active roster. I yeah. can't believe. I knew he'd come back. He's like a boomerang. Yeah. Tyus' favorite player. <laughs> no matter how whoa, long you throw him. Whoa, whoa, yeah. whoa, whoa. He comes Speak, right back. My, fa- which, my favorite player is Denzel Ward. <laughs> <laughs> if Tyus wins the fantasy, he should have to buy a Philip Walker jersey with him. Yeah. I would. Well, are they even I selling would, them would, at the Browns? Would. You have to customize that. Only, uh, if I yeah, could, only if I could get him to sign it. Yeah. Phil, hey, you got to sign my jersey. Mike, real quick before we switch it up. Jason, yesterday we had a debate uh, about – and, and who, you know, it's insane that we're having this debate you, in the beginning of the year, but it is what it is now. Who who could the Browns less afford to lose? Yeah. Do you know about this? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I went back and watched it. Mike was texting me about yeah. it. Yeah. Now, but obviously, Tyvis made a crazy comment to start it. Yeah. <laughs> but but that, now I didn't know. It's not but a But his cr- argument, obviously, is legitimate. <laughs> Leroy uh, backed it. He went, it exactly he, went, he and Leroy said that uh, Miles Garrett's you know, it'd be the bigger loss. And Earl and I said it would be Flacco. What what say you? I actually agreed with him until DTR went on IR because PJ Walker's not an NFL quarterback. At least you have NFL replacements if Miles went down. Yeah. PJ Walker's not an NFL quarterback. He's not an NFL quarterback. See, this is the part part that y'all are so stuck on. Y'all so stuck on the fact that if Joe Flacco went down, it would be PJ. Right. It's not the case. They would probably. He's the backup quarterback. For that game. Well, you tell me there's no difference between (laughs) PJ Walker and Flacco. No, no. I said the biggest difference between the two is that one throws touchdowns. Ask Amari Cooper's ribs if the only difference between P.J. You, Walker you and Joe Flacco. You're living in the past. <laughs> I'm living in the past. It was three weeks ago. That's all we got is the past. <laughs> Wait, so who do you think they would sign? Should the, Who should the Browns sign? We need another Nick Foles. Carson Wentz? We signing Carson Wentz? No, no, he's he's signed. signed. It would have to be, oh, Nick, right. it'd it'd have to be Nick Foles. Just bring them all back. Bring all the old, uh, yeah. washed up former Super Bowl winning quarterbacks back. You, and hope you, you don't think if, the, if if Joe Flacco went down and they signed Nick Foles that he was 
even a smidget of what he was when they Did you say a smidget a smidget of what he was when they <laughs> when they when the Eagles won it all that they couldn't that's win the, the only time he's ever been good in his career so was he, that like all right eight weeks stretch? so if he was a little like say he was 70% that guy they nah. couldn't win the Super Bowl there's no way that's not. If, if he were 70% that guy I guess they could but all right so the odds if, of him being that are, are almost nothing if, if I, my but if miles goes down it's it's who did? Who is your answer? My answer now that because I actually like DTR. Like I, I, he, I, he, I thought, he struggled a little bit this last game. But I, well, I mean, he was in a garbage time. But like the Denver game, I really thought he was starting. To I, I agree with you. He and, was and looking pretty he, good, and then he got the frigging concussion. Now, he's, but it felt like he was starting. to. So I actually think there's something there. But now he's on IR and he's Wait done. A he's on IR because of concussion. No, no he, he hurt his hip. He hurt his hip. Chicago. Oh, oh, he heard oh that's right. He heard the, the one okay, series that he went yeah, in right. at the end of the game, he got sacked and he hurt his hip on yeah. the sack. And I guess it's a good thing they took Joe out of the game. Can you imagine if it was Joe that went down on that oh, sack? Don't even Boy, say it, it was a backup. All right, Mike, go ahead. One little note on that, then we'll move on. But yeah. Ogbo said he is Point. trying to prepare to come back and play in the playoffs. Really? He did so, not practice yesterday. No, he's not, play not playing. Yeah, yeah. It won't be till the playoffs, but he is working toward – Mo Hurst out for the season, will not play in the playoffs with a torn pec. Uh, Ogbo is working and trying to rehab to get back on the field come playoffs, assuming the Browns find a way – to make it and they have a 99% chance right now. We're going to move on to our next topic, but first a quick word from FanDuel. As the weather gets colder, the NFL offers stay red hot on FanDuel. And right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. So if you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action than right now. The app is easy to use and there's a wide range of betting options including spreads, player props, over-unders, and much, much more. So visit FanDuel.com slash UCSS to kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, an official partner of the NFL. I'm so, going to give you guys a what's more likely scenario. Before you do, we do have okay. we have Mary Kay coming up next yep. hour. We also have Mike's uh, six pack of uh, six packs of, of nugget questions. Stats. That's all. What's that? Stats, not questions. Oh, stats, not questions. Yeah. Bad job. And the Kool-Aid meter that we've never done before. And the cool, oh, yeah, the Kool-Aid like. meter. That's all coming up next hour. But first, go ahead. Give us the question, Mike. This is what's more likely based on the Jets game. It's just one. And we're going to spend about 10 minutes doing this before we move on. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> what is more likely to happen on Thursday? The Jets score more than 13 points or get completely shut out against this Browns defense? Tyvis, start us off. <sighs> More likely to happen, the Jets get shut out on Thursday night football. I just, I think their offense is just struggling. Trevor Simeon is not looking that great. Uh, Brees Hall looked pretty good, but I think the Browns do a really good job of, you know, stopping the run as of lately. Um, and I just don't see, I, 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 I don't see it. Like Gary, Garrett Wilson, go Bucks, is really good, but so is our secondary. You know, and I don't. I just don't think anybody outside of him is a guy that can really hurt you in the passing game. So I think they're going to do a great job of taking him away. And as long as you stop Brees Hall, it's really nothing there. So I I just don't – the 13-plus, I don't see it. So more likely getting shut out. I'm going the other way. I think it's more likely they score 13 or more because the Browns and Flacco, as much as everyone loves them, does have a tendency of, of bad turnovers at bad times. And he could put them on a short field, and then it's easy points. We've seen that multiple times. I still think the Browns are going to win this game, but I don't think that they're going to get a shutout. They've got one shutout this year. It was against the Cardinals and another quarterback that was not really an NFL quarterback. 
So it's it's so hard. You know this. It's so hard to get a shot. It really is. In the NFL, especially like garbage time. Backups are in. You know, teams playing for pride to avoid a shutout. You can get a junk score at the end. So I, I just think just because the turnover problems that the Browns have had, the Jets have a good defense. You can turn them over, put them on a short field, and get points out of it. Yeah, that's the only way the Jets are going to get 13 points. The Jets are not driving down the field for 13 points. In the end, the answer is probably 13, but I'm going with zero. <laughs> I've got the Browns in that big money fantasy league I was talking about. I've got the Browns defense. I need a shutout. I want a shutout. I want seven turnovers by the Browns defense. I want 13 sacks, and I want a shutout. Get it done, Miles Garrett. Let's go. Here's the thing. The Jets offense is absolute trash. They have the worst offense probably in the NFL. Maybe New England is worse. They have nothing besides Brees Hall and Garrett Wilson. Those are their only... By the way, they have a they have a, a guy on defense named Bryce Hall. They have Bryce Hall and Bryce Hall. Uh, the it's Jets Bryce Huff. I hate to ruin your parade, but it's Bryce Huff, not Bryce Hall. Bryce Hall is a TikToker. <laughs> what did I say? Why do you know that? You said Brees Hall and Bryce Hall. Instead of? It's Bryce Huff. Bryce Huff's good. Bryce Hall's a TikToker. I don't know what I'm saying right now. <laughs> I, there's something wrong. My, there's been something wrong with my brain all day. I got to go to the doctor. I was in the post office this morning, and I did like three things wrong. I, I did something wrong. My, I, I think I've not got enough sleep the last few days. <laughs> you, I, I can't even say. You know why I think I'm going to go with the shutout over the 13 point? Yeah. Because for some odd reason, the Browns tend to play better at nighttime, primetime games. They play better at home, too. At, at home, primetime game. Home. So I think that knowing that this is a chance to clinch and to have, be, make it a special moment, let's make the moment very special and yeah. shut out a bad offense, I think they'll be more motivated to do that so we can rest next week. Who – can you even name – like if I said to you, who's the third best player on the Jets' offense? Can you name him? Alan Lazard. I mean, that's – Well, we have – well, I'll give you guys, I'll give you guys like some names. Conklin. This is a Jack, legitimate no, question, What's his name? The Ty, Tyler Conklin. Conklin? Tyler no, Conklin, yeah. He sucks. Tyler Conklin. He asked me who was the third best player. No, I know. I'm going to give you some options here. What about Dalvin Cook? Ooh. Alan Dalvin Lazard. Cook stinks. He sucks. No, no, that's my point. I'm giving you names that all stink. Yeah. Alan Lazard, Randall Cobb. How's that for a third option? Randall Cobb. I don't know he was still in the league. Yeah. Al Lazard and Randall Cobb are not even starters. He goes wherever they run. They, they, they stink. They, their they offensive suck. line's the worst in Terrible. the league. Terrible. They're, they have no good tight end. They have one Tyler good receiver. Conklin. They got one good back. You don't like Tyler Conklin? He's just a guy. He's a jag. Yeah. He's nothing. They have two good players. Wait a minute. They, don't got, they don't got CJ Uzama no more? He stinks. He was only good because of Burrow. Wow. Same thing happened last year. They had Hayden Hurst there. He was good because of Burrow. He goes he's to Carolina. He's on IR, Ty. Oh, He's okay. on IR. And he's, he's hurt. Listen, Garrett Wilson, really good player. What's he, what the hell is he going to do? He's got no quarterback, and he's got good players that he's got to deal with. He ain't doing crap in this game. He is a phenomenal talent. He, he, Conklin, he's still wow. going to get 1,000 yards, By the though. Way, huh? Bad job out of me. I'm dissing Tyler Conklin. He's got 748 yards. I didn't realize he had that many yards. Someone has to catch passes. Thank you. I didn't say Brees Hall. What did I say, Mike? You said Bryce you Huff. You said Bryce Hall. You said Bryce Hall. There's a Bryce Hall on their defense. That's no, what I'm his saying. Name's, it, take 145, Steve, please. It's Just take Bryce it full. Don't Huff. even box him a pull. Take it whole. His name's Bryce Huff. Bryce Hall is a TikTok boxer. Oh, that. Oh, my God. 
What is wrong with you? I should have had up on my podcast yesterday, too. Who cares? He's on the Jets. <laughs> You're the one who brought it up. Paul, who gives a rat's ass? I'm about to say, hey, you know what the sick thing is? I was, he had nothing to do with it. I <laughs> finally got it. I was completely confused. I was not understanding what you were saying to me. I thought you were saying Brees Hall was last name was Huff, and I'm like, what? No, Brees Hall exists. Uh, let's, yes. Let's to clarify for the people. Brees okay. Hall is a running back it's for the Bryce Jets. It's Bryce Huff, not Bryce, Bryce Hall Huff that's a defensive back. Is a back. defensive end for the Jets. Bryce Hall. Brain. Is not a functioning. TikTok boxer. I told you, my brain is a little slow the, going. Today. The funniest part is that Bryce Huff had nothing to do with anything. Nothing. You just brought him up. Because <laughs> I thought his last name was Hall. I thought it was interesting <laughs> that it was Brees and Bryce Hall. But he's not Hall. He's freaking Huff. <laughs> I'm a nitwit right now. And Bryce Huff's pretty know. good, by the way. Bryce Huff's actually a pretty good defensive He's a decent player. Yeah, well, yeah, bad. they got a decent defense, but yes. That's and what that's scares me. that's the only me. thing that can lead to points for them. Yeah. They are not going to march down the field scoring points. It's going to be a closer game than you And think. No, I just don't think the Jets' defense is... So they the covered... Jets, they gave them 30 points to Washington. Is this still seven points spread? Is that still the spread right Se- now? Uh, I think it's seven and a half last time I checked. You think that they're going to cover a seven and a half points? Why spread? not? They did against the better better team last we week. We just said they shut them out. That's yeah, true, Tyus. Yeah. Like, <laughs> well... <laughs> I didn't Wait, say it was going to be a Yeah, it's going to be. No, I, I said, what did I say? I said 10 <laughs> to 3 or something like No, the question is, is it going to be a shutout or do they get What's 13 points? What's yeah. likely? I'm saying it's more likely they get the shutout, but I'm not saying that they're going to shut them out. All I right. said my prediction is like 10 to 3. Uh, <laughs> oh, wait, wait, wait. I have to apologize. I just got a DM. There's a Bryce Hall and a Bryce Huff on the Jets. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. You have me feel like an Evan, idiot Evan, there, and I was right. Evan 419 just came to your rescue. There's Thank a quarterback you, on the Jets named Bryce Hall. There's also a linebacker named Bryce Huff. Bull, I am sorry. You were wrong because you were thinking of the wrong player anyway. No, I wasn't. I had it right. I said – You, you, said you called was, him a defensive end. The defensive end is Bryce Huff. I said Huff. defensive back. You said defensive back. I said defensive back. But you say he's. I apologize. My bad. He's a defensive back, Bryce Hall, right? Yes, he is. But I apologize. I apologize. You have me feeling like I'm a lunatic over here. (laughs) Losing my marbles. You are a lunatic. You are. I am losing my marbles a little bit, but not for that. Well, you are because you couldn't even comprehend that he was telling you Bryce Huff (laughs) was it it was not clicking in my brain. But you're right. I'm wrong. None of that would have happened if you had not corrected me (laughs) incorrectly. So Bryce Huff is a good football player. Yeah. Bryce Hall sucks. He has, <laughs> he has two tackles all season in nine games. So. I did not say he was good. I just said they had two guys with the same last name you're and right. very similar first names. Nope, that was right. my point. I stand corrected. I apologize, Bull. Yeah. Now, I'm Bryce wrong. Hall is a really good player. Very good. Yeah. And next year, I think he's going to be fantastic because they have, they have kind of you know kept his carries down coming off the injury last year. What is he averaging per carry? Because it's got to be really. Four point two yards per carry. He's got That's 732 it. yards per carry. He I don't understand how it's only four point two. I think like he has a big game every week. Thousand. That's crazy. I mean, do the math. As much as they should be throwing, running the ball with him. No, that makes sense. I just. Man. I mean, do you want his game? You want his game log real quick? He must have had like one or two really, really bad games because I feel like every. So time yeah, I... so so boy, he had a game. He had 13 carries for 16 yards. Okay. Ooh. That's he had six down. carries for 12 yards, seven for 25, 10 for 23, 13 for 28. His big games have been huge. Okay, so he's been all he's been all or nothing. Yeah, and last week, by the way, he had 12 receptions for 96 yards as well. So yeah, he did, yeah. 
He had 95 yards on the ground, 96 yards in the air, two touchdowns. Yeah, he's a threat, but that's it. They got two guys, and in the end, we've talked about this for far too long, so let's keep it moving, Mike. Uh, last thing on yeah. Brees Hall, then we'll get to my five stats, but he averaged ready. This is a game-by-game game yards per carry. 13, 2, 1, 9, 8, 3, 1, 3, 2, 2, 3, 1, 4, 4, 11. So, yeah, it's been totally hit or miss with yeah. Brees Hall. So totally hit or miss. Wait, right, a wait, 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 to, uh, wait, oh, wait, 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 what's Jerome Ford's numbers on the year? I think he's averaging 3.8 yards like his carry? per game yards per carry. Yeah. Jerome Ford, his per game yards per carry. Do it a little slower, Mike, a little slower. Well, I got, I'm, I'm t- I got to talk. I got to look this up. Yeah. 2.4, 6. 6.6, 1.8, 2.9, 4.9, 6.7, 4.1, 2.2, 6.3, 2.6, 7.2, 2.1, 3.3, 2.5, 1.7. 3.9 for the season. <laughs> he went off the cliff. But, yeah. they, but yards-wise, they're pretty similar. How many, how many games? He has, is... he has 11 more yards on 60 more carries. Oh, never mind. How many games has Jerome Ford averaged over three and a half yards a carry? One. Two, three, four, five, six, seven. All right, better than I thought. So, all right, let's <laughs> move on. We get to our five-pack of stats, which actually starts with a running back stat, but okay. this five-pack of stats for the Jets-Browns game is brought to us by FanDuel. As the weather gets colder, NFL offers stay red hot on FanDuel, and right now new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's 150 bucks if your team wins. <coughs> if you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action than right now. The app is easy to use, and there's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, awards, over-unders, and much, much more. So visit FanDuel.com slash UCSS to kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, an official partner of the NFL. These stats range, by the way, from the running game to Flacco to Amari Cooper to Miles Garrett, and then to something you guys need to know about the Jets. But we'll start Mm. with the running game, and I should clarify that. We should start with the lack thereof in terms of the Browns. In the last three games, the Browns have 76 rushing attempts for 176 yards. That is 2.2 yards per carry, by far the worst in the NFL. And you could say, well, they're not running it. They actually are averaging 25.3 yards per carry in that stretch. That's 17th in the NFL. But they're 55 rushing yards per game, dead last. So the Flacco... He's been wonderful. He's throwing the ball more. Yeah. Part of the reason he's throwing the ball more is they simply can't run the ball at the moment. It has to be a run for uh, offense. And what about – is that including quarterbacks and – No, that's just running backs. Just, just running, running backs. backs. And yes. Batonio and Postic were back last week. So that's they right. had basically yeah. their – you know, I mean, the, the what, tackles are what they are. Yeah. And, but everyone keeps telling me what a great run blocker James Hudson is. So, they're, you know, what's the reason? If you've got your yeah. both guards back and your center – and the swinging uh, gate at right tackle is supposed to be a good run blocker. James Hudson and Great should never be in the same sentence. I've had people tell me he's the best run blocking tackle they have. Wow. Are those people drugged when they tell you that? <laughs> Wait a minute. You're talking about when everybody's healthy. Yeah. Better than Conklin. I, you know what? We're gonna, he's going to have to figure it out because this 44 pass in the 44 passing attempts to get it got it's not going to last, man. Well, I mean, so I agree. So, I agree with you. They've got to figure out a way to, to get something going on the ground because you're you're playing with fire. If you have Flacco back there throwing as much as they have, it it looks great and it's worked to this point. He's still turning the ball over. He is. He may not have a choice. 
I, but I'm I mean, saying, clearly that's what yeah. we've been seeing for right. the past three and weeks. If it if it continues down that road that you don't have a choice, it's going to blow up on them at some point. I think is what we're saying. Yes, you, we you could probably. be right, and they don't like, have we a choice. lead the league. Well, we don't lead the league I, in turnovers, but I, you know. it probably will blow up on them at some point. But this season's been so crazy, and nothing makes sense. I know. Who knows? I know. <laughs> you got a point. Who knows? Uh, they don't need it to be for. 20 games. They needed to be for just a couple more, maybe six more. Is it? The, but is it the blocking or do you think it's the running back? I think the running back has a lot to do with it. I don't think he's very good. It's definitely, I mean, it's, definitely, <laughs> it's not all on the running back. It's and not I, all on the running back. We've both been harsh on Ford. It's not all on him. No, but I think but, I, I put more of it on him. So you, so you in the Pierre Strong campaign too. Well, why no. not try somebody else? I mean, I guess, but I don't think what they have is very good right I, now. I, this is my thing. Pierre Strong to me. He gets he it's it's at times he gets like six seven yard carries. Jerome Ford seldomly, even when they throw a jailbreak to Ford or not Ford to Strong, he still makes something. He got called back like two weeks ago, yep. but he's been very effective in what you would want in the run game, whether it's handing it off or giving it to him in the screen game. He's been effective. I just don't understand why you I'll poke. I haven't asked enough. To, I'll poke around. It, he must fumble the ball. He got you. It's something. Or is it the blocking? Is he not a he good? He grades, and I don't watch it closely enough. He grades out terribly on PFF and pass block. I have no idea if that's the reason. Or well, not, is Ford that crazy. good? It's better than than Strong. <laughs> I mean, I get you got to earn the right to carry the ball. I get that, but like at this point, I'm all point, for giving him more carries. Like I'm all for. Yeah, trying. like I'm just, I'm just, I've been saying this for like I've been saying this is probably the Colts game. Maybe I've been saying why don't they get this man the ball? Yeah, <laughs> I've seen enough of Jerome Ford. I don't need to see anymore. Exactly. I, I, I'm trying. I was trying I did, to find I, if like there are any veteran free agents out there. I, I don't. Well, they had care Kenyon about Drake, that. but then he got picked up by another practice. He so, with yeah. uh, he with the Packers. Melvin Gordon just signed to the Ravens. No, nah, I wouldn't roster. take it. He got a fumble in probably. No, Pierre Strong got good vision. He just don't get enough carries. I just, I, my personal opinion, I would at least give him at least ten to see what he do because he was averaging what ten a carry right before he. I know, it was a Last very, year, it yeah. was a small sample size, but he was averaging ten. A if you have Ethan Postic, a healthy Postic at center, if you have Batonio and Wyatt Teller at guard, and if what they say is true that James Hudson is a very good run blocker, there's no reason for this offense to be struggling to run the ball as much as they are. There's no reason. There's no valid reason other than the running backs aren't very good. I mean, what else is there? What else is there? <laughs> I, yeah. So I don't said, think the offensive line is is run blocky very well. Well, <laughs> but you, well, they graded out terribly in PFF, didn't they? They did. <laughs> I can't find a free agent running back list. There isn't one. So you're telling me, wait, but, but yes, I'd like to see Pierre strong. Okay. So I'd like what, to see anything. What would Nick, Ch- how many yards would Nick Chubb have behind this line? Oh my God. <laughs> Not as many as he normally have, but but he's still in a lot. But this the thing. He'd be averaging over five yards so, to carry. So it. what you're saying is, no matter what happens at the end of the season, they need to be either drafting or signing a free agent running. Well, I think a receiver needs to be more of a priority. Than yes, yes. They need to spend their first pick on a receiver. Why, you don't think period. they're going to renegotiate with Cooper? What are you talking about? The renegotiate no, with, with Nick. Well, they they could. I mean, I think what they've seen this year. It, I mean, even if them. he even if he does or doesn't come back, they still need another running back. Well, sure, yeah, but yeah. it's, it's a but bigger it's priority more, right. if Chubb's not coming back. Right. I think what they've seen this year probably out of Jerome Ford might bring them back to the table. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With Nick. I mean, Nick's not coming back on the contract he's under now. There's no, no way. No, you know. But if you can strike something and renegotiate something, yeah. maybe you take another sh- a chance. I'd love to see it. Yeah. I'd love to see Nick Chubb back here. Yeah, I'd, I would, Go ahead, I Mike. Number two. Would. 
All right, number two, the running game's been MIA. Joe Flacco has not in four games this year, and there's more than just what you see on the graphic, but in four games this year, he's already the Browns' team leader in passing yards attempts <laughs> and touchdowns this season. His 1,307 passing yards through four games, the most through four games in Cleveland Browns' history. He broke a record held by Josh McCown by over 100 yards. That was set back in 2015. He's averaging 326.8 passing yards per game of quarterbacks with at least 100 pass attempts. So he had to start essentially two or three games. He has, he's averaging 27 more yards per game than number two on that list. Kirk Cousins is number two. He's also hurt 291 yards per game. Since he's become the starter, he leads the NFL in passing yards. He's tied with Brock Purdy in most passing touchdowns. He leads the league in play-action passing yards, too. He has 677 <laughs> yards off play-action. Next on that list, Trevor Lawrence at 322. Double any other quarterback in football off play-action. This was just for fun. If you take his stats through four games and extrapolate them for an entire season, yeah. on pace for 5,555 yards, 42 touchdowns, and 29 interceptions. We can ignore the interceptions. By the way, we're, we're, it's a disturbing trend here. For the second week in a row, you gave the total yardage, and the number you said was different than the number on the graphic. <laughs> Last year and, was. And a, I messed up the seven and the nine, too. I've got a fat finger problem. That's a fat index <laughs> finger problem. Listen, listen McNuggets, I, and, and I'm not a hater when I say this. The graphic's okay? wrong. What I said was right, 1307. I'm not a hater when I say this. But the last three weeks to me is a, it's an asterisk. I, I'm sorry. They are. Because you went up against the 29th ranked pass defense, the 27th and the 25th. You better. You yeah. better put up those type of numbers. Well, those types of numbers are bonkers, but I understand your point. You know what I'm yeah, saying. I, like, I, I, I agree yeah. with you. So, I, I, But the Jets, I don't know. What, do you know what the Jets rank past? Second. Oh, yeah. Oh, I got to know this. Yeah, this, this game would tell me everything I need to know because at, at some point, if I'm playing up against the Browns, now, it's, 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 a, it's a cat and mouse game that's going on. We've been sitting here talking about how the run game has been absolutely terrible, right? And... They still run play action. Like, that's – obviously, he just gave the stat. We mm -hmm. lead the league. So, at some point, some teams are going to say to themselves, we don't respect the run game. We're going to just play pass. And now the run game will start looking more effective because now your linebackers will be loosened up because they're worried about the pass. So, at some point, it's going to catch up. But until that happens, I need to see it against the number two passing ranked defense. Since he left Baltimore before this year, Joe Flacco is 3-14 and 14 as an NFL starter. Yeah, three and fourteen. He's three and one in Cleveland. Like now he was on a bad, really bad Jet team. They had a lot. Three <laughs> and fourteen. That's one year in Denver yeah. and a couple years in the with with the Jets. I I hope it continues, but like th this is, it's kind of an anomaly. What's happening here, right? <laughs> of course like, it is. So it's crazy. Enjoy it while it's here. Like enjoy the ride, well, but the good news I don't know is, how sustainable any of this is. The but good just news enjoy is it while it goes. He needs to do it two, three, six more times. Six yes. more times. He'll do six more times. He could go off the cliff after six unless, games. Unless they end up being the number one seed, then it's only five games. Well, <laughs> one can wish, but he he got to do it. You, you didn't did it, yeah. Joe. You they love you at Cleveland. Yeah. I heard you talk about you went to a restaurant and they applauded you and your family as you. Why wouldn't they it's, love them? It's as crazy. They should. If they, if if this thing go off a cliff, I'm just telling you. You know what? <laughs> I'm I telling think you, I it's actually, not gonna be great. I just wrote it today. He is a folk hero in Cleveland forever. No matter what else happens. I don't think so. Oh, I do. He'll get the Rajay Davis treatment when he comes back. <laughs> yep. The Richard Jefferson and Channing Fry treatment when they come back. Because there was no level of expectation when he got here. Just what he's delivered to this point. Even if it 
ends badly, even if they, I mean, they're going to the playoffs, but if they lose in the first round, whatever, this guy is golden in Cleveland. It's crazy because he's a Raven and every, you know, Cleveland hates anything associated with Baltimore, but not this guy. No, not this guy. Mike, number three. It helps to put up a absurd numbers when you have Amari Cooper on the outside. Yeah. Who we know what he did, but to give a little <laughs> extra context, his 265 receiving yards against Houston was the highest single-game total in the NFL this season. Also a new Browns single-game record. Since week 10, he has 633 receiving yards. That is the most in the NFL. He set a new PFF record, according to Brad Esquire. 211 of his yards came through the air, meaning he didn't break off screens. That's the most PFF has ever recorded in terms of in-air receiving yards since the database started in 2006. And you see the four names on the bottom, Amari Cooper, Don Hudson, Marvin Harrison, and Marcus Colston. Do you guys have any idea what those four receivers have in common that no one else in NFL history has done? Um, it's really tough. They're to thousand up. yards with multiple teams. That's no, what I was going to say. Marvin, Harrison, <laughs> no, Marvin Harrison only played for the Colts. They are the only four receivers in NFL history with at least five receiving touchdowns in each of their first nine NFL seasons. Wow. So, That's it. That's so the whole Mike list. Evans haven't done that? Nope. Randy Moss, Jerry nope. Rice. Nope. Terrell Those Owens. Four. The only four to ever do it. Maybe With at least guys, five like, touchdowns? At least five in their first nine NFL Because five doesn't sound like that. They bad. really don't. But not when you got 16, yeah, 17 you games. Get, you know, those guys might have been hurt for a year. It's all it's one year. You have four. It's a weird season. That's, that's incredible. That is a wild stat. Hmm. And you don't even think of for him, Marquise man. Colston is like an all-time great no. receiver. He's I, he had some great he was, I'm about really to say he was like that in, with the Saints. But not for that long, right? It didn't seem like that. He was like so. their number one guy until Mike Thomas came. Mm. I'm looking up Jerry Rice. Who's their number one guy now? Chris Olave. Go Bucks. <laughs> All right. Jerry Rice, real quick, because uh, Jason asked. He had three in his first year. Okay. Who, Who did? So, Jerry Rice only so it's the rookie season. year that probably trips up some of those yeah. guys. All right, next up, yeah. and this, this stat comes from Cody Suick, so I got to give Cody credit. But Miles Garrett, we talked about not having a sack in the last four weeks. However, in that last four-game stretch, he has 28 quarterback pressures. That's the most in the NFL. He's a 31.6 pass rush win rate. That is the best mm. pass rush win rate <laughs> in the NFL. He's the second-highest PFF pass rush grade at a 92.6 over the last four weeks. And – Threw this in there just for fun because T.J. Watt has three sacks during that span. He's getting double teamed half as often as Miles Garrett. So despite the fact Miles is not actually sacking the quarterback himself, he is still generating pressure and getting the quarterback to move off his spot as frequently, if not more frequently, than any other defensive end. I want one more stat NFL. with that. Holds to flags thrown. <laughs> that, that'd be a yeah. By the way, Randy Moss, five or more touchdowns in 12 of his first 13 years. But in his ninth year, he only had three. Uh, sorry, mm. Mike. It, the, the Miles Garrett thing is a real conundrum in terms of defensive player of the year. He was putting up huge sack numbers early, right? And it comes down to uh, who's voting on this. If you look and, and what you think of, you know, all these uh, new statistics, right? PFF grades and uh, what, what has he got there? pressure rates and some people look at all these new stats and go oh, who cares about it? there are some people that vote on this that all they look at is sacks and interceptions I think those people are fewer I think they're fewer now uh but Miles Garrett at this point on the traditional numbers is significantly behind TJ Watt and a couple other guys in the traditional numbers 
Now, if you look at the advanced analytics, he's clearly the best player. But he hasn't gotten to the quarterback yeah. in down the stretch of the season. Well, he and that get, carries some weight. He's going to get to him tomorrow. I'll tell you that. I, I can definitely see him. Do you think he'd win the award right now? What? Defensive player of the year. Should he win the award? No, would he? I mean, you could say should he. I'm saying should he? Will he? Right now, if they were voting. I don't know if there's another candidate that I feel great about. Even uh, Micah Parsons are the two Vegas favorites at the moment. I that gives you any sway one way or the other. Watt has the most sacks. I think Trey Hendrickson second in sacks. Hendrickson and Daniil Hunter tied. Second. Yeah, and those teams are all mediocre. I think he should win player the, uh, defensive player of the year. Yes, I think he should. I agree with that, too. I'm not sure he's going to. It depends how many <laughs> voters there are. I agree with you that he is the best player. Yeah. I, I, this idea that he has to win because he's the best player on the best defense, I don't agree with that. But uh, because it's an individual award, it's not a team award. But I, I just I, – I, and I do think you're right. That's I think there are Nick, less and wait, less. That's why Nick Bosa won last year. Well, I'm not – he was the best Whether player it happened or not, defense. I'm saying I don't believe in that. Oh, okay. I, I don't personally believe okay. in that. But it just depends how many people are still old school. And, and there's still a lot of people out there, Jason, that like when it comes to analytics, they're like, ah, give me a break. Oh, Those are way. made up stats. Especially in the NFL has been the least embraceive of all the sports, I think. No doubt. In the analytics. Right. But I, I, does Tony Grossi pay attention to analytics? I think I know Mary Kay does, but yeah. I don't know that Tony Grossi does. Uh, I think he kind of you know probably stops less, some of that stuff. Probably less than because he's an older guy. Yeah, and these older guys, they're like, ah, what is that nonsense? It's made up stats. Well, all these stats were made up at one point. Right. Right. No, I I, I think there's some stats I I do roll my eyes at, and there's others I think that there's a lot of validity to them. The ones Mike had on the board, I think there's a lot of validity to. Yeah, all put up of those. those again, Mike. I mean, that's the his Miles case. Ones? Yeah, yeah, please. That's his resume right there. Now, that's just the last four games. Yeah. But that's really when the sacks kind of disappear. The pressures. I'd be curious in his. <laughs> What's a DT rate? Double team. Double team. Oh, double, double team, team rate. rate. I'd be curious. Yeah, I mean, he's being double teamed twice as often as yeah, J.Y. But I'd like to see those numbers over the course of the season. Uh, you know? I can find those for you. Just give me a sec. I mean, you know, oh, this you is don't just have the last to. This is games. just the last okay. four games. But I'm just saying, like, if, if, if those numbers for the year track anything like right. that. They do. Here, spoiler But, like, pass they, they, they rush win rate. What, uh, pass rush win rate. What does that mean exactly? If he, he beat beats his. Yeah, if he beats so what, his. So, what's the difference? So, if you get a pressure, that's a win? Yes. Tybus can do a better job and of like, it than I can. Doesn't, don't, do you have to win in a certain amount of time? No, I, not necessarily. I, I, well, you talking about for the like if the, the pass blo- rush grade, right? Like if the I offensive mean, lineman you, blocks you for three seconds and then you you get past them at the three and a half second mark, uh, well, that shouldn't be a win. I agree with that. Probably get a pressure, <laughs> but that. not a pass rush win. Yeah, I mean, I, don't I know. think it's when you turn, and the that's ta- why some people are like, well. We don't even understand these stats. Yeah. What do they mean? Well, I think oh, when, you, ahead, when you turn the tape on, if you yeah. look at Miles and say go, and he beat his dude, but the yeah. running back slide over, that's still a win for Miles because he beat the tackle. So right. That's a yes. pass rush win. Yes. Uh, two things real quick. So yeah. you asked for, according to PFF, total pressures this season that combines quarterback hits, hurries, pressures, and sacks. Micah Parsons leads the NFL with 97. Miles is six with 77. So there's a 20... That's significant. It's pressure difference. Mm. Uh, sacks, 
TJ Watt has the most. We know that quarterback hits. He's top five, and in total hurries, he's tied with Josh Allen for fifth. Parsons is first. So, I mean, he's, he's in the top five. He, he trends. Also, yeah. real quick before we get to our next one, uh, Russell Wilson just got benched. Jared I saw Stidham that. Start, so, so who? Whoa! Jared Stidham. Whoa! We have Jared Stidham starting for the Broncos. We have Jacoby Brissett now starting for Washington. And Wait we have Tyrod Taylor starting for the Giants. Wait a minute. Yeah. Wait a minute. Who, say that again. Who got benched? Your boy. No, wait a minute. I, a couple weeks ago. Russell Wilson. <laughs> oh, Davis. I think you're wrong about him. Oh, he's calling. He's playing some great football. I mean, he's a really good quarterback. He was earlier. You tell in the me. Year. You say he's mediocre. He's hey, listen. A really good quarterback, Davis. Okay. If a, if a percentage <laughs> of our fan base could con themselves into believing Deshaun Watson was fixed before he got hurt then I could tell you Russell Wilson was playing well, which he was. Uh, last stat, and then we'll bring Mary Kay, and I just texted yeah. her to make sure she, uh, she's going to join us. But yeah. we talked about the Jets' defense. Tyvis, you wanted to see Joe Flacco do something against a top-notch pass defense. In terms of fewest yards allowed in coverage this season, Jalen Johnson of the Bears is number one. Number two, Michael Carter, the Jets' slot cornerback. Number three, Sauce Gardner, the Jets' outside cornerback. Number nine, DJ Reader, or DJ Reed, excuse me, the other Jets outside cornerback. Grades out as the best slot cornerback in football. He allows a reception. One out of every 17 pass coverage snaps in the slot. So they're not even looking his way. Not that the Browns have a massive slot threat anyway, but yeah. just know that Michael Carter got a watch yeah. on Thursday night. Well, well let me not ask a you lot. This, And the Mike. Browns stole the ball more than any other team in football over the last three weeks outside of Jacksonville. So. Earlier, Tyvis diminished what Joe Flacco has done. I didn't diminish it. Yes, you did. I said I put an asterisk by it. Well, that's, well, that's diminishing. diminishing. I guess it is. <laughs> <laughs> and it where is. are you getting, like, these rankings, are that, is that based on yardage? Yeah. I that's guess. yardage, yeah. yeah. Those are nonsense rankings. I what are the real rankings on the teams the Browns have played against? I mean, none of them rank particularly high in, like, EPA. The Bears were that are bad? The Bears are very good against the run, not so great against the pass. In EPA? EPA, yeah. Jaguars, not good against the pass. The Texans... Their numbers are good. They are missing a bunch of guys. This will be the first full test, but the Jets are susceptible to giving up runs. They're not a great rush defense. Very mm. good pass defense, so it's kind of backwards. Well, it'll be interesting. It's strength against strength right now and, yeah. and then weakness against weakness, so we'll see what the, the game plan is. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't, I'm not putting an asterisk next to anything. You're playing Me, NFL the teams. They're not terrible teams. Uh, and one or two bad games can put some of the numbers that can take you from being bad to being middle of the pack. They, 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 you know, the Bears are a decent team. So is Jacksonville, and so is uh, Houston. So I'm not diminishing what uh, Joe Flacco did. No, you. I mean, take it and run with it. Yeah. But I think you do have to acknowledge the level of competition that he's playing against, and there's a difference sure. in the top and the bottom. Agreed. So I'm just looking this at this is a tougher test. Yeah, it, it's a tougher test. And I'm just looking at the, to, to, the totality of it. He hadn't been good in 10 years. And I just think you need to yes. recognize that and acknowledge that. Of course, this is crazy. Yeah. And and that's all I think yeah. Tyvis is doing. And that's all I'm doing. Like, hey, man, you're playing with house money. Keep keep betting. Like, enjoy yeah. it. Enjoy an Weird hour long. Things are happening this year. But I think you just also have to acknowledge that there's a much stiffer test ahead than what they've seen so far. Agreed. Defensively. Yes. Mary, uh, Mary Kay is with us. Go ahead, Mike.